Former President Donald Trump pleads not guilty to 37 counts from a Miami courtroom. What else we know about his arraignment and what comes next? Plus, a major patient safety bill is signed into law here in Texas. What it aims to do and the role KXAN played in getting it to the governor's desk. And a heat advisory in effect right now, just the beginning of a record-setting June heat wave in first warning weather. Legal and political history unfolding in Miami this afternoon as Donald Trump became the first former president arraigned by federal prosecutors on criminal charges. A very good afternoon to you. I'm Jennifer Sanders. And I'm Daniel Marin. The former president accused of taking and then hiding classified documents inside his Mar-a-Lago estate. Jay Gray is in Miami. As his motorcade dips into an underground staging area below the federal courthouse. We lost him! Out front. The crowd and tensions growing. Look at you Inside, former President Trump voluntarily surrendering to U.S. Marshals and federal agents who take a digital fingerprint scan, but no mugshot, pleading not guilty to 37 counts from seven separate charges, including obstruction of justice, destruction or falsification of records, conspiracy, and false statements. First president in history, federally indicted and charged today. Never seen it before. And also to be accused of violating the Espionage Act. I think it's a rigged deal here. We have a rigged country. We have a country that's corrupt. The proceeding over in just minutes. Your next president! While the back and forth outside continues for hours, police stationed every few feet. As it all unfolds. And we want to make sure that any of the rallies that happen uh, pertinent to uh, this uh, event uh, happen in a peaceful manner. The scene here is more circus than rally, with costumes and cardboard cutouts, vendors selling t-shirts, flags, and face masks. There's even a ringmaster. Stand back, America! Most seemingly unaware the man they're yelling for or against is already gone. Jay Gray, NBC News, Miami. And Trump says he will speak publicly about the arraignment this evening from New Jersey, where he's going to have a fundraiser. And he has made it clear the indictment and even a conviction will not affect his presidential campaign. And as former President Trump pleads not guilty today to federal criminal charges, the political fallout is growing. From Capitol Hill to the campaign trail, Republicans are reacting, many still backing the former president, while some begin to break away and put the blame for Mr. Trump's legal troubles squarely on him. There are people in my own party who are blaming DOJ. How about blame him? He did it. And some point to President Biden's ongoing classified documents investigation as evidence of a double standard. But legal analysts stress that unlike Mr. Biden, Mr. Trump is accused of obstructing efforts to get the documents back. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, the one saving grace from even worse heat and humidity today, a pretty persistent deck of clouds, especially this evening still in the hill country. A few breaks of sun breaking out from Austin and I-35 eastward, but the clouds have kept temperatures in many areas several or even 5 to 10 degrees cooler than they were yesterday at this time. That's actually translated to daytime highs in the 80s in parts of the hill country. Fortunate for you guys, Austin eastward, it is still quite hot and humid, 93 degrees right now in Austin with a heat index over 100, a heat advisory in effect from I-35 eastward through 8 p.m. tonight, and then again from 1 until 8 p.m. tomorrow during the heat of the day. And this is just the beginning. Coming up, I'll show you where a cooling thunderstorm is possible, but this heat wave that only intensifies is going to set records as we look toward Father's Day weekend. 
All right, David, thank you very much. Nearly three months after voting to establish a mental health diversion center, Travis County Commissioners received an update today on the next steps for this pilot. What are the diversion pilot services that we can begin implementing? And so that really is the, the concrete first step that we need to take. Now, the goal of the program is to keep people with mental health issues out of jail. Right now, county leaders are working to create a task force to oversee the project while also hiring project managers and workers to lead it. Now, along with constructing the center itself, county staff are also working to add pilot housing programs and increase the number of specialists who work with mental health services and the criminal legal system. The county's decision to create the diversion center came after Adele Medical School report found about 900 people in the Travis County jail system have a mental health identifier, making up just under 40% of the population. The governor signed a major patient safety bill into law today, sparked by a series of KXAN investigations. So it addresses problems we uncovered, like doctors practicing in Texas, despite having licenses revoked in other states, yet no record on their Texas medical board profiles. KXAN investigator Matt Grant shares why the bill's author says these new changes will save lives. The Texas Medical Board has completely failed in its job, so we're going to have to step in and do it for them. That's what State Representative Julie Johnson told us last year after watching our investigations. Now, this bill will absolutely save lives, and I'm really thrilled that we got this passed. With overwhelming bipartisan support. It wasn't until KXAN and their investigations pointed out, hey, these guys came to Texas because they lost their license in the other state. A problem we took all the way to the Senate floor. We've discovered in case after case, the board has instead prioritized protecting physicians over patients. The new law makes it a class A misdemeanor to lie on license applications, prevents doctors who've had licenses revoked, restricted, or suspended for cause in other states from practicing here, requires physicians to be fingerprinted for criminal background checks, and undergo monthly monitoring with the National Practitioner Data Bank, funded with fees paid to the Texas Medical Board. Your investigations were the catalyst for this whole project. You uncovered uh, some of the malfeasance that was happening um, and some of the inactions of the medical board that needed to be addressed. In a statement, the president of the Texas Medical Board tells me we can now rely on real-time data to update physician profiles in real time and protect the public with up-to-date and current information on all of our licensees. The new law goes into effect on September 1st. At the Capitol, Matt Grant, KXAN Investigates. And under the new law, the TMB must update its website when it's alerted to any disciplinary actions within 10 business days. You can catch up on Matt's complete coverage right now. Just look for the Still Practicing link under the Investigative tab at KXAN.com. A food delivery service is laying off about 400 people. Why Grubhub says it needs to cut back. If there was any sign the red-hot housing market is cooling, well, those signs are not in Florida. The medium home price there is up 3.2% from a year ago, and in Florida, insurance is causing stress for would-be homebuyers. Policy rates are up 50% in the last four years, and it's only getting worse. One family hoped to move to a bigger house to allow their family to grow, but now they're limited by the cost of these insurance premiums. It really is putting a crunch on what buyers can afford to buy, where they can afford to buy, or even for some of our sellers, they're looking at leaving the state to find something more affordable. 
Ahead on NBC Nightly News, why insurance premiums are skyrocketing. Food delivery platform Grubhub is laying off 15% of its corporate workforce. The cut will mean about 400 people will be without a job. In a letter to the employees on Monday, the Grubhub CEO cited the need for the cuts to maintain competitiveness with other delivery platforms, citing increased staff and operating rates. The Austin Justice Coalition is asking the city for a hefty sum why they say it's necessary and who it would be helping. And no measurable rain today in Austin. That's likely the way we will, we will end the day as we now fall a bit behind where we should be for the month. I'll show you though coming up where a few isolated storms are possible before midnight and some really remarkable heat still to come. The Austin Justice Coalition is asking the city, big name local corporations, and even UT to invest up to a billion dollars in black and brown communities. This is part of a new economic campaign it's launching. And it's a bold move, but as our multicultural reporter Jayla Washington explains, the group says this will really help those who they believe have been struggling most for generations. If you want to hear the buzz about some struggles you might not understand. This is my neighborhood. You could start here. Well, I've been cutting hair going on 30 years. Barbara Kevin Asbury. There is no me in my own community. Has seen his once predominantly black neighborhood locked in a battle against gentrification. He wants to be a part of a solution. You have to start somewhere and you have to do something. A solution. Oh, okay, okay. Chaz Moore is crafting. We got to start talking about money. Moore, the director of the Austin Justice Coalition, says their new Justice Now campaign is meant to address decades of systemic economic inequalities. His organization and partners want investments into black and brown businesses, not just from the city of Austin, but big companies like Tesla, Oracle, and Google. It's also asking for UT to donate $1 billion dollars from its endowment fund. This is probably the most passive aggressive thing that I've ever been a part of. Well, the biggest challenge is that the university and these companies don't have to do it. He argues these institutions' growth is tied to some minority communities' losses. And this might not work, but I feel like it's part of my responsibility, my duty to at least elevate that conversation. A conversation just grazing the surface of what is sure to be real work ahead. Does it give its hope? Well, it can't be on the outside looking in. You have to get your feet wet. You have to get your hands dirty. Jayla Washington, KXAN News. And we did ask more how they'll measure the success of this campaign. He told us that will be determined by whether they're able to get the businesses to agree to invest money. The state of Illinois is officially putting a ban on book bans. Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed a law that gives the state funding only to libraries that agree not to ban books or library resources. Book bans are about censorship, marginalizing people, marginalizing ideas. Uh, this bill is going to go into effect in January. Going in depth, this comes the same week. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill into law that would require book vendors to rate the books they sell to school libraries based on their depictions or references to sex. Now, this could result in the removal of some titles. Opponents of the law say that this is a burden on vendors and it could lead to lawsuits. An American Pulitzer Prize winning author is dead at the age of 89. Cormac McCarthy, best known for writing The Road and No Country for Old Men, died of natural causes, according to his son. Now, in a statement made after this announcement, the CEO of his publisher, Penguin Random House, said that McCarthy changed the course of literature. 
First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, it's been a hot, hazy day today in Austin, not only from some overcast skies, but also from a combination of things that are actually providing a hit to our air quality. TCEQ, the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, reports that a combination of humidity haze from all that moisture in the atmosphere and also seasonal agricultural burning from Mexico producing a little bit of light smoke. These two things are actually combining for a hit on our air quality down to unhealthy for sensitive groups. That doesn't mean much for most of us, but if you're very young, very old, or have a respiratory condition, you might want to limit your time outdoors and especially your exertion outdoors this evening. Otherwise, temperatures at 93, not quite as hot as it could have been because of the clouds through much of the day, but boy, you factor in these dew point temperatures, which feel like a sauna approaching 75, even almost 80 degrees out in Fayette County, and that's why these temperatures in the 80s and 90s actually feel like 103 in the shade right now in Austin. We've had some heat indices near 110 again today in Fayette County. That's a dangerous combination leading to the heat advisory until 8. The same stationary front that was draped in the hill country last night provided some hail in Mason, Llano, and San Saba counties. As promised, that has pulled slightly north of our area. With that said, we're still watching for a couple isolated storms that may fire north of Austin tonight. The severe storm threat for the next six hours or so, it is lower and farther north than what we dealt with 24 hours ago, but we still can't rule out. This two out of five chance of a couple isolated storms with large hail and wind damage, mainly north of Llano and Burnett this evening. Notice how the high resolution forecast, though, in part because temperatures have been kept cooler out there, limiting the at atmospheric energy. They're just not that excited about storm development over the next few hours. We've got a couple models that want to bring a few storms into the area, but most of them just don't. I'll keep watching the radar for you in the northern hill country and keep you advised if anything pops up. Otherwise, heat and humidity, the big story, and this is only getting worse. Temperatures in the 90s for many today. Tomorrow, though, with more sunshine and more high pressure overhead, we'll hit 100 in Austin and be even hotter in parts of the hill country. By Thursday, temperatures keep stepping up by the day, 102 in Austin. And by Thursday, we've got a heat index in Georgetown up to 110. The heat index could be worthy of a rare excessive heat warning in our eastern communities, up to 114 even 115. That is dangerous, even for a short time, exerting yourself outside. Actual high temperatures, this is going to be incredible. Not only are some of these in Austin over the next week records for the given day, but if you average all these out, our average high over the next seven days in Austin could be north of 104. That could be the hottest June 14th through 20th we've ever observed in the city, even hotter than the following week on the calendar back in 2011. And we all remember how awful that summer was. Tonight's forecast, partly cloudy, just a slight chance of a storm northwest of Austin. Low temperatures actually almost a record as well, only dipping to 78 by morning. Tomorrow, not quite a record, but triple digits for the third time this year, partly cloudy and 100 in Austin. We've got a couple slim chances of a few storms on Thursday and Saturday, but the rain chance is only 10%, so most of us are just baking in the heat. Record highs expected Friday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Father's Day into Juneteenth. Please plan around the weather. Outdoor activities will certainly be affected by extreme and even dangerous heat. You may want to keep your plans in the AC. A big event this weekend for Austin rugby players. What's happening and how they handled practicing in the Texas heat. Rugby players dealt with the heat today while getting ready for a big event coming up this weekend in Austin. Some of the first questions we got were, uh, where's the water, where's the sunscreen? And I was like, y'all aren't ready then. 
<laughs> that is Amir Lancaster on us there. You may recognize him from Bravo's Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. The Austinite is also a member of the Texas team, which is part of Premier Rugby Sevens. The tournament-style event features men and women's teams who practice today at the St. David's Performance Center in North Austin. It's a pretty unique take on rugby. It features seven players per team and seven-minute halves. They are taking it to the turf on Saturday at Q2 Stadium. You're going to see some of the most exciting rugby you could ever see in the U.S. Um, it's one of the most fast, exciting games. It's like football with no pads. And the games begin Saturday at 4 p.m. Tickets are still available. The city of Austin is helping people get ready for the summer heat. Austin Energy, Water, Resource Recovery, and some others are joining up to provide information, demonstrations, and giveaways tomorrow through Thursday at a couple of spots around the city. Now, all of them will run from 8 in the morning until noon. They're going to cover things like what to do if there's a power outage, how to conserve water, and those who attend will be able to pick up some free stuff like solar power banks, also low-flow shower heads, and reusable bags. A woman who was declared dead before her relatives noticed she was moving in the middle of her wake is now being treated at a hospital in Ecuador. Now, the total astonishment of her relatives is what happened. 76-year-old Bella Montoya Tapia showed signs of life in her casket after doctors issued her death certificate just hours earlier. She was then taken to the hospital to receive treatment in ICU. The woman's son said that after several hours at his mother's wake, that coffin began to rattle. He added that his mother was wrapped in sheets and was banging on the coffin. And when they got closer, they saw that she was breathing heavily. A committee was formed to investigate the confirmation of Montoya's death and to review the hospital's protocols. That's incredible. All right, well, tonight on KXAN, America's Got Talent at 7 o'clock, then Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge at 9 o'clock before KXAN News at 10. And as always, you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on the CW Austin. Here's where to find us over the air or through your television provider. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.